This episode of Silly Talks About Science Fiction is brought to you by Shady Pines Trailer Park. If you need a place to park your wagon, Shady Pines is the place for all the shagging. Hi, I'm Jeff Gritman. And I'm Kristen Kist. And we are the co-authors of a science fiction comedy book series called Prison Dad. Prison Dad! Which takes place at, partially at the Shady Pines Trailer Park. It does. Who are our kind sponsors for this podcast. Indeed. I feel like we haven't made a podcast in a while. No, it's I been, know. It's been some been time. we've been busy as heck. Yes, we have been busy, and we apologize for the break. I guess the last time we recorded a podcast was on November 17th. So mm-hmm. today is... December uh, I guess, 3rd? Yeah. Yep. I wasn't going to say it because... Because our illustrious listeners... Yeah, because they're like, it's Christmas! What are you talking about? Or no, I told myself I wasn't going to use the word Christmas at all this year. It's the holidays. What? Why aren't you using the word Christmas at all? Because... You're such a Scrooge McDuck. Bah humbug. (laughs) Anyway, last week we were at ChessyCon. Yes, we were. Timonium. Timonium. We had a lot of fun. We did a presentation... Um, talking about all the humor in Star Trek and Star Wars, comparing right. and contrasting. That presentation can be found on our website, prisondad.com, right. under the events section. It'll probably also be on the main page under the news. So you can check it out. It's about an hour long. Um, you'll see the slides and uh, hear the audio at the same time. It's pretty neat. It'll work on your you know phone, tablet. Yeah. Um, flip phone. It wasn't loud enough to make it a podcast. Yeah. So sorry, guys. It was like audio was good enough to like archive it and match up with the slides, but that was our plan was to to make that a podcast and make another like bad science podcast. We were on one of our podcasts, but yeah, uh, we we were kind of in like a rush to get there and we didn't get there when it started and yeah, it just would have been like awkward. Yeah, and I had like stuff throat so I stopped yeah. talking for most of that. But uh, we made a bunch of new friends, so hopefully you're listening to us. Um, and yeah, we had so much fun. We met so some much super books. cool people. Yeah, made some new friends. There's an awesome couple that came to like our reading and our presentation and a bunch of other things. We had a new friend, um, Hannah, and she writes really cool um, urban fantasy work. I have her and book right here in my hand. Yes. She, uh, I can't wait to read it. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm really amped. And then our, we saw our old friend Harrison. Yes, yeah, Harrison. Who's working so on a cool book of short stories. He's got like one thing going into like video production. And he's got yep. a play that's being done. And he's, yes. He's all over the place too. Yeah, so good good for him. outstanding. Yeah, that's, that's awesome. Um, yeah, so we, we had a great weekend. Yeah, we saw, we saw our friend Dawn. Hi, Dawn. Hi, Dawn. And happy birthday. Yes, exactly. <laughs> happy birthday. Uh, all right, so this week. Yes. I have to go through all of that stuff. This is your sci-fi fall TV report card. Yes. So all the TV yes. shows that we started, to, that we talked about in our two fall TV podcasts have aired at least one episode. Right. So we are going to uh, go alphabetically mm-hmm. through the list. Yep. And talk about what we like, what we don't like, what we didn't watch, mm-hmm. maybe why we didn't watch it. Sure. Maybe about being naughty and not watching it. Mm, okay. How about yeah. just because work yeah. and life, life. Uh, putting out a book? Need Speaking to of books, sleep. Prison Dead Volume 4 is officially out. Yay! Plus, we wrote a new Squirrel Cane story that we shared at the uh, Chessie Con. Yeah, and we're not sure what to do with it yet. We're to yeah. either offer for free or offer for 99 cents. Yeah. Uh, so that's... But right now, it is unavailable to the public. Right. Outside of those people that heard it. And our Facebook, yeah, our Facebook friends who watched the live video of it. Yes, Which exactly. I did that's not true. post from the, vi- the Prison Dad page, and Oops. I posted from my personal page. That's uh, all right. Whoopsies. Yeah, so it is publicly available if you're friends with us on Facebook. Yeah. Like, Sorry, bro. Yep. Later. Yep. And our last piece of news before we get to the actual podcast is mm-hmm. that uh, New Year's Eve, we will be at the New Year's Eve Con in Fogosville, Pennsylvania mm-hmm. at the Days Inn. There's yes. information about it on our website under the Events tab. It's the New Year's Eve Party Con. Uh, we'll be there on New Year's Eve from 2 to 11. Woo-hoo. I think 2 to 10. Yes, probably. Probably 2 to 10. We, we have to get our champagne on. Yeah, we can't be. It is New Year's Eve. We're going to do that dance. So we got to get back to Philly area mm-hmm. for yeah. champagne. Right? You hear it? So, it's good stuff. So, let's talk about TV. Yay! Yay TV! TV! All right, so alphabetically, the first show I want to talk about is Aftermath. Okay. So, Aftermath is on Sci-Fi Channel. Uh, I think nine episodes have aired so far. I've seen all of them. And, um, you know, for as terrible as everything is that's happening to these people, there are huge earthquakes, and there are, like, rage-infected people, and there are tornadoes, and there are demons, there are dragons! Whoa! There are killer plants! Dang. 
For all these things happening... Feed me, Seymour. <laughs> for all these things that are happening, I gotta be honest with you, it could be a little more fun. Aw, rat tails. Now, don't get me wrong, it's a great drama, but you know what? I think at some point, with all these terrible things that are happening, this family somehow miraculously is living through all of it, I think it could be a little more... I think they could be a little laugh or two from time to time. Fair um, enough. But Fair enough. I'm not gonna stop watching. I like it. It's it's a lot of it's 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 enjoyable, and um, I'm gonna keep going with it. Yeah, that is a cat playing with uh, a child's vest, which is extremely funny in the background. <laughs> uh, moving on, uh, so we got Return of uh, Agent Shield, Agents Agents of Shield. This year, uh, to kind of boost ratings, they brought in the Ghost Rider. Ooh, but it's not Nicolas Cage. No, thank God. <laughs> Thank the gods. Thank it's you. Everything I like about making movies, they serve lunch. You know what's funny? When I listened to the other podcast to see what we said, you've made the same joke. But I you went on for about joke. a little longer. It's a pretty funny joke. Uh, Nicolas yeah, Cage does movies because they serve lunch. Yep. Yeah. So, um, you know, I didn't know it wasn't going to be Johnny Blaze until the season started. That It's a, the, a different version of the Ghost Rider. But you know what? Still, it's awesome. So now the Ghost Rider is, in theory, in the Marvel you know, in the collective universe with everybody else. Though There's a skull going flames. Yeah, and the car cool. tires. But I gotta say, to be honest with you, I feel like Agents of Shield and the, the one of the actresses said this too. They could be doing a lot more in that show to link it to the Marvel movies that are out there. Yeah, it really feels just really disconnected. Do you think people got mad? Um, about, like, Winter Soldier, because if they hadn't seen it already and then the show kind of reflected it, do you think that's why they're distancing themselves more? And that was, like, the big change in the show. Yeah. That was, like, the big... I mean, I think that's cool, but, like, if people hadn't seen Winter Soldier, like, maybe that's... They got mad, and so now they're trying to distance it more. Just what do you think the writer's room was like when they were like, all right, so S.H.I.E.L.D.'s going to be exposed for um, being part of HYDRA... Spoiler alert! I know, right? Uh, you guys gotta write that into your show that's about S.H.I.E.L.D. So, uh, F you, and bring me some coffee. Later. I think I would've been Mike amped. Dropped. I would've been like, wow, uh, okay, now this is like a totally different thing. That it's three seasons. That was three three seasons ago. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, any big organization, you know, there's the possibility for massive corruption. Yeah. You know. Well, what tie-ins have we, have we had to S.H.I.E.L.D.? We've had, um, Winter Soldier... Um, Thor 2, they were, like, analyzing the wreckage from the alien ship. And then Ultron. So out of all the other movies that happened, like Ant-Man and, you know, Civil War really didn't even have that much of an impact on Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. that I can... There's a little bit of mentioning of of some stuff, but nothing... Nothing crazy. But anyway, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., um... I I like this season. I like what they're doing. I like Ghost Rider. I think they're doing some cool stuff, and I'm gonna keep watching it. Good times. Uh-huh. All right. American Horror Story. You want to take this one? Sure. Um, so I ended up really liking American Horror Story at the end of the season. But I'll be honest, it took me a while to get into it. Um, so if you haven't seen the season, I'm not going to spoiler alert it, but I'm going to just sort of set up what happened. So in, in the standard American Horror Story, you know, shows that have happened so far you're kind of like brought right into the action with the other characters and you sort of get to know the characters as the story evolves right well in this one it was a little weird because the show is about another show that's a fictional show right that's like a reality tv show so you have the actual people who went through the situations and then you have actors portraying them but all the the dramatic scenes are actors pretending to be the people that actually went through the ordeal, okay? And the only way that you're seeing the people that actually went through the ordeal is when they're doing, like, confessional-style interviews for this TV show. So for me, it was a little hard to sort of relate to the characters. And you knew right away how, who lived because they well, were doing the interviews. So yeah. But in standard okay, AHS well, fashion, they always are going to flip the script on you. At that point in season one of My Roanoke Nightmare, they all lived. Yes, that's right. true. And so here comes the, the, the awesome twist was about three-fourths of the way through the season... They had an episode that was just about the producers. Right. Which, that was awesome. When yeah. they did that, I was like, okay, this is cool. And then, yeah, we should try to remain as spoiler-free as, no, as we can, no. though. But, so this isn't really giving anything away. So they, And so my, um, my child, uh, my kid's nanny, you know, said to me, he's like, you know, did you watch it yet? I'm like, no. She's like, let me know what you think. 
And that's what she was talking about. She was talking about the episode where with right. the producer. Because I had a really hard time getting into it before that because I felt like I didn't really understand, like, you couldn't really understand, like, what really happened, right? Because when you watch a TV show, especially, like, a reality show, everybody knows now that reality shows are actually really scripted almost the whole time. Like, you know, 90%. And, and they're just sen- sensationalized things that happened in, in the real world, okay? So, like, there's very little that you can sort of go on to be like, this actually happened or this is how it happened. So, it was to me, it was, like, really hard to get into it because I was like, oh, but what is, like, real and what's not real in this universe and, like... You didn't really see, like, what actually happened to the characters or how they were reacting until the last, you know, few episodes. Right. Flip it on its head and say, like, you know, here's behind the scenes, here's the people. Um, But that part, the last few episodes, I thought were awesome. And I really liked them. The acting was great. Um, although I really miss Jessica Lang. Yeah, um, I thought she was actually supposed to be in this season, I remember reading. No, I don't know that she's coming back. I mean, I guess I'll probably want her back for, like, the very last season. I would think they're going to ask her to come back. But, like, and you also didn't see much Lady Gaga. She's in this. Yeah, she wasn't um, in that but much, But she's though. sort of, like, in the background, right? And then the guy that I loved so much in Hotel... Evan Peters? Evan Peters is barely in it. He's, like... In He's like been the, in all the seasons, too. In, yeah, and Do you think that's because he was, like, matured. filming an apocalypse at the time? I think that's probably true, and I think, you know, pro- probably he needed a little break because he did such a brilliant job last season on Hotel. Um, and his character wasn't bad in this one. No. Um, he kind of plays, like, two roles, right? Um, but he just wasn't in it enough, and I really enjoy watching him. So it was interesting. I, you didn't see, like, the the regulars to the extent that I feel like you usually did. And some characters that had sort of been more in the background are the ones that sort of fleshed out the And that's okay. Characters. That kind of happens with shows that do this format. Sure. Where and you know what? The acting was really good. Um, I really love Kathy Bates. I think she killed it. Um, she was scary and fascinating. So and she was crazy. Crazy as hell. Yeah. But, like, yeah, she was my favorite part of this season for sure. She mm-hmm. just really killed it. And that's um, the first show that we, we came to on this list that has wrapped for the, the season. Yes. Oh, I guess it's, it's only done. the third show we're talking about. but It's done. Well, I really liked it. Uh, I really liked it. I liked how they, they changed the formatting up. It's interesting to see, you know, Ryan Murphy, his love of the reality show. Right. And he made his own reality show which you know and then he went from the you know the unscripted kind of scripted whatever which was a mega hit to then you know making the season two which was like a indifferent yeah like you know all in one season for us but for them making two seasons the second season being completely different than the first to keep entertaining viewers like you know that was the question they all asked them they're like you know where do you go from here but they I think they tied it they did? Yeah. At the end, they, and the, from what I've heard from my friends that are obsessed with that at work, like, the idea is in the last season they're going to tie all the seasons together. Yeah. So you'll kind of see, like, you know, who these characters are. Yeah. In this one, they have a recurring character from one of the previous seasons comes back. Right, comes back. So yeah. that's kind of cool. From the first season, right? Um, no. from the murder? No, no, no. She was from... Um, Asylum. Asylum. Yes, you're yeah. right, you're right. All right, uh, moving on. There was a movie on Netflix called ARQ, which is the only movie on this list, but it was like bundled in with a lot of other fall TV talks, so I figured I'd talk about it. Uh, ARQ was pretty cool. I highly recommend it. It's on Netflix, about an hour and a half long. It's um, it's a very terrifying, you know, Groundhog Day, Edge of Tomorrow, Breaking Sour kind of uh, time loop that starts, you know, starts with like a kidnapping every day. And... Um, a spread of a, almost like an infection and more and more people are starting to remember that they're looped. So it starts with like one person and then he, he finds, you know, near the end, this is not a spoiler by any means, he finds a computer to see how many times he looped and he could not believe it. Oh, that's kind of like that one dark mirror that we watched. Black mirror. Black mirror, sorry, yeah. that we watched with um, John Hamm. Yeah, that's good. People. That's good stuff. Being stuck in loops. All uh, right. That's all we need to talk about that one. Moving on, we got some Arrow. Arrow's been good this season. Arrow's always good. Uh, we got new team. So we pretty much an entire new team for him. So it was kind of interesting seeing him like training some new people. Uh, still, the flashbacks of, so, you know, before he was Arrow are still so boring to me. Now, th- this season, he's mixed up with, like, the Russian mob now. It's, it's, 
it's getting out of hand. Like, I, maybe these are the actual stories from the comics, but I'm more interested to see what Oliver Queen is doing now. And I've kind of given up on the story about when he was missing from uh, from from the limelight and how he learned to, you know, become the Arrow, basically. I feel like I've already learned enough of it. And, uh, yeah, I'm kind of interested in moving on. Speaking about moving on, Ash vs. Evil Dead. Yay, Ash! Great the blood. show. So good. Great show. I think we only have... We have one episode that we haven't watched yet. But we I are thought all we, caught I up. think there should be two. We can check, but I thought there was only one on my DVR. Okay. Or maybe I'm thinking about the one that would air tonight. Oh, yeah, maybe. So we'll watch this tomorrow. Um, but Ash, totally solid. Um, cool scene. Like, go back to his hometown. <laughs> yep. And they started the season off in Jacksonville, too, which was his dream of always going there. It's where your parents live. It is. It's a great town. And unfortunately, Ash doesn't get to hang out there very long or have fun because the evil undead are after him again, Um, even though they thought they got rid of the Necronomicon. It doesn't matter because it just keeps coming back. The blood is back. And yes. All the blood. Yes. That's my favorite part about the show. The ridiculous amounts of blood. It's a hot mess. And, you know, we have some really interesting things going on with the Necronomicon and Lucy Lawless's character. Yeah. Um, Her babies. Yes, and her evil children. And, um, you know, we're just, we're continuing along on Ash's rollicking adventure. And his dad dies in a particularly horrible his dad is a Lee Majors yeah which is super cool Um, but yeah so if you hopefully don't eat something before you watch that episode because I seriously thought I was going to hurl that yeah there's a lot of points in this show where I feel like it should make me sick and it doesn't yeah that that was definitely like oh god yeah there's some like really gross stuff that happens in this season but it's still super fun and Ash is just great you want to smile through every episode and you want to like yeah yeah, it's brutal and interesting and, and fun and fun. fun. That is fun. and very very funny, like very silly. Yeah, good show. Exactly, yeah. I agree. All right, what There's else is there? Like allusion to Christine and one yes. of the episodes too with his with Ash's car. Yeah, it's just a fun time. It's yeah, the a really Delta. Oh man. Yeah. Um, yeah, it was yeah. great. And it's the big bad. You know, has shown up now. And yeah. Sort of getting to know him, and he's like. Ooh, man, the last episode was intense. Yeah, it's, it's really fun. This this season is really about not really being sure what, what's real and, and what's, you know, in your head. Especially the last one we watched yeah, was just yeah. like that, yeah. Yeah. But it's fun. It's just a really, really fun show. So it is. check it out. <laughs> uh, Black Mirror put out a bunch of new episodes on Netflix, and uh, I've, I've watched them all. Sorry, sorry, Kristen. I still need to watch it. One of my friends, Dana, at work, who watches a lot of the same stuff that I do, she was talking it up and saying how great it was. So I don't like really have Netflix, so I don't get to watch a lot of the Netflix stuff unless I'm hanging out with Jeff. Hello. But we we, uh, I watched all of um, of Black Mirror. I thought it was great. I was a little worried because like the second season wasn't as good as the first season, but then there was a special with John Hamm. That one was awesome, mm-hmm. and I felt like the new episodes that came out were right on par with the with the, the John Hamm special. Yeah, the John Hamm special was really good. Mm-hmm. Like, what an interesting that came out like about a year be, ago. Yeah, be, uh, I think yeah story. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In the ending of that one, mm-hmm. wow. And even just like the whole idea of like you know, creating these sort of loops that, that people get stuck in, and it's like a, a form of hell, almost. Like, really cool. There's a, some cool episodes. There's a, a great one about uh, video games uh, that was that was terrifying. There's one about, like, government control over their, like, soldiers. Oh, my. And making, like, basically making, like, meth addicts look like zombies to soldiers. So they were Whoa. going in thinking that they had to kill these monsters. Some other cool stuff too. I don't want to give it all away, but Black Mirror is on Netflix, and um, if you like, you know, short stories, um, they're definitely twisted, messed up, and make you think. Yeah, check out Black Mirror. Fun stuff. Uh, all right, now another short series was Channel Zero and Sci Fi Channel. Yeah, with the, with the monster that looks like the nubby yeah. rug. You're gonna. Well, you're, this is your next test. You're gonna. Yes, you're I gonna, watched. I watched. The first episode, yeah. but I haven't gotten past that because, I don't know, like, lately I just get home from work and go to sleep, so I'm just tired. <laughs> you were really so sick for a while there, yeah. we put out a new book, it's okay, it's alright, I don't have a commute. 
Uh, Channel Zero was great. It was great seeing that guy from Parks and Rec because you know, I haven't seen him since he left that show. Um, it was so creepy, so scary. Every character on the show was just oozed in creepiness. It had a creepy ending. And it's just like, you know, whenever you deal with, like, creepy stuff and there are kids involved, it makes it even creepier. It really does. If I use... You know, still scares the crap out If you me. take a drink every time I said creepy in that sentence, you'd be done. But, um... Creepy. Ah! So, um... Channel Zero, they already announced the second season. Another eight-episode, you know, like, short season telling the whole story in, like, eight episodes. And I, I can't wait. They did a really good job. I hope, I hope you know, they know that. And, or, like... Don't let it get to your heads. Um, you know, come don't back. Cocky Jedi. Don't give us a Fargo season two where it was like, you know, it wasn't bad, yeah, but, but it was like, why? Yeah. Why? And hmm. right, right, right. All uh, right, Dirk Gently, uh, Holistic Detective Agency is completely on my DVR. Haven't touched it. Mm-hmm. Heard it's awesome. Uh, it started a little later than everything else, and yeah, haven't just. I just like okay, I'll get to that, and then like something, and then like oh, there's another episode of The Flash, and then oh, Channel Zero, Aftermath, and it, yeah, there's like I don't know seven or eight episodes on there. I'm going to watch it. Bojack Horseman. Ah, that's a day. Yeah. You burn through one of those in a day because Bojack Horseman is amazing. <laughs> uh, Exorcist. We didn't try it. No, I wasn't gonna watch it anyway, so I'm not sorry. Sorry, not sorry. I don't even know anyone who is watching it. No, I don't either. Nobody at work was talking about it. Someone's got to be, because it's got decent ratings. Does it? Yeah. Nah, I'll just go watch the movie again. Falling Water, I had every intention of watching Falling Water, a USA show where they jump into people's dreams, like Inception, pretty much. Um, And all of a sudden, I was scrolling through the channels one day, I'm like, oh, Falling Water's on. It's like episode seven. I was like, oh, waiting for Netflix on that one now. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, oh, the premise looked cool. It looked interesting. I was going to watch it. All right. Moving on. Frequency. Frequency's on the CW. Uh, they already canceled, or they already didn't order the second half of the season. So it's going to... Yeah. Well, I know. Um, yeah, not everything makes it. I got to tell you, every episode of Frequency is pretty much the same. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. I've been watching it, but I've kind of had it on while I've been working. So would you say they're all in the same... Frequency! Frequency. Ah. Ah. No. (laughs) Chandler being boring. (laughs) Yeah, frequency really suffers from, you know, every every episode just being the same and Ugh. I I hope it doesn't get picked up. The movie was cool. Yeah. Yeah. We talked about that at uh Chessie Con. Yeah. Yeah we did. All right, uh, The Good Place. This show is extremely cute. It's really funny. And I can't believe I like it. I'm a little ashamed to admit it. <laughs> but I love Kristen Bell. I just watched Bad Moms the other night, and she's so cute in it. Like, I just, I want to be her friend. I was a, I watched Veronica Mars, like, when it was on, like, yeah. ten years ago, you know, and then she was terrible on Heroes. That was such a bad, bad character. She was, yeah. like, she could, like, control electricity. Like, she right, was, right, 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 right. But she was, like, so sad. Yeah. I don't really like, I don't really like the witty banter of Veronica Mars when I see her. Yeah. You know, I think of that, you know, forgetting Sarah Marshall. Like, yeah, oh, yeah, her I see Sarah Michelle Gellar, I'm like, don't be depressed, you're Buffy. Like, what are you doing? Like, when she was in the grudge, I was like, Buffy could kick that witch's ass. Like, who cares? But, you know, you gotta let them be actors. and They're not always playing the same person, I guess. I'm curious to see where the, <laughs> yeah, I know, right? But you want them to be that character. I do. I just want her to always be Buffy. <laughs> a lot of people watch ca- that, like, Castle a lot says that Nathan Fillion really acts like Malcolm Reynolds yeah. on there. And there's even an episode of um, Castle where they go to, like, a Halloween party and he dresses up like Malcolm Reynolds. Nah, that's funny. Yeah. Still yeah. still don't watch it. <laughs> well, my friend Aura said it was really good, but then they started, like, jumping the shark, and now it's, like, not good anymore. She's I think like, it's she was over or going to end soon? Yeah, I think it's pretty much done, because that woman left, that Stana Caddick or whatever, that was his, like, co-star. She, like, peaced out, I think. But she was, like, like the one, like, chasing the baddie. Yeah, and she, like, quit Once again, show. I'm in territory I don't know anything about. Mm. I don't know either. It's like people were talking about procedural dramas at this weekend at, at ChessyCon, and I'm like, what? Like, if it doesn't have, like, lasers or explosions or time travel or superheroes, I probably don't watch it. I just don't watch a lot of TV shows. It's... You do. 
But you don't. No, I watch movies. I'd rather watch movies than yeah, that's true. watch something. I mean, I watch ID Discovery, but that they're not really. That's not really a TV show. It's not like the same characters doing. Right. Yeah. All right. Moving on. So anyway, the good place. Um, yeah. I. I'm kind of curious to see where it's going. I'm starting to assume that just everybody that is in the good place is there by accident, and they're all supposed to be bad people. That's my theory. Naughties. Uh, Adam Scott showed up. You may know him from Parks and Rec and from uh, Step Brothers. And actually, like, yeah, this rando movie that I watched when I was visiting my parents with Ashley Judd, where he plays, like, an army officer, which was kind of hilarious. Weird. Yeah. It was really weird, because he's so young in it. He, yeah. he was in Star Trek First Contact, too. He was, like, oh. a, a young, like, helmsman hmm. on the Defiant. All right. So, Adam Scott is awesome in The Good Place. Yeah. Good Place, check it out. Because you're going to have a break, like, pretty soon. You have, like, a month where there's, like, nothing on. So, check yeah, it out. Check yeah, it out. that's when I usually catch The Good Place things. is, like, that good, like, 20-minute, like, it's cute, it's funny, it's evil at times. My favorite part is when they flash back to Kristen Bell's character, what she was like in the real world. Like, mm-hmm. she was, like, you know... Pushing people's strollers, like kicking blind people's canes, like she was downright terrible human being. It's kind of like sounds a little bit like Kimmy, which I do love, which is kind of like ridiculous and silly. That's his level of silliness. Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt is on the same level of silliness as The Good Place. Okay, that's fun. Right, but um, yeah, the last episode of The Good Place I saw, I guess the real girl showed up there. That she's oh yeah, that she's yeah yeah. Um, and there's like massive like sinkholes, all sorts of evil stuff happening. So it's pretty funny because she's not in the right place. But there's some other people that aren't supposed to be there either. Uh, moving on, Gotham. I did not go back and watch Gotham, but I did hear that young Bruce Wayne is starting to learn how to be Batman. Guess what? Still not going to watch it. I saw one episode of it accidentally, what? but I didn't watch the whole thing. And it had like you? poison ivy on it. And oh yeah, she sucked. Ah! No Uma. Know. No, it was. I mean, the girl was pretty. That movie is terrible. You could tell that she was supposed to be Poison Ivy because she was like wearing a green dress, and then she like got this guy to give her money because she like had a perfume that was like something some Uh plant. Uh But she had like an interesting interaction with Catwoman, the part that I saw. So I mean, it's kind of fun that they're bringing like you know all the characters. Oh, Joker was on it already, and yeah, wasn't that Joker? Wasn't it the kid from uh, Shameless? Wasn't it um, Ethan from Shameless? I don't know. Mm-hmm. I only ever saw that one episode. Like, it's interesting to watch, like, stylistically, because it's kind of cool, like, the way that it looks, you know? But it's a little corny. I don't know. Like, I watched just a few minutes of it, and I was like, eh, no. The guy who plays, like, the, the, you know, the future, you know, Commissioner Gordon, you know, but he's, like, officer, Commissioner detective. Commissioner Gordon. He, that guy's awesome. Yeah. He's really good. Um, but these are all supervillains. Right. And, yeah, I mean, Ange said it best. She's like, I don't really care about a Gotham without Batman. Well, and right. as soon as she said it, as soon as she said that, I'm like, God darn it, neither do I. <laughs> well, because it's not fun if everybody's just bad. Yeah, that's, that's exactly, no, that is exactly not. it. Yeah. Um, apparently Grimm is still in the air. I didn't watch it. I have no clue. I stopped watching it when I realized every episode was the same. Uh, right, a new show that started this week, and this is the one but we were waiting to make this podcast about was Incorporated. Mm-hmm. Um, you're going to watch Incorporated. Yeah. I watched it, and it exceeded my expectations. Like, my expectations weren't really that high to begin with, so hopefully I'm not hyping up for other people, but it is way more dystopian than I thought. Hmm, that, like, to the point where, like, there are slums and destroyed, bombed-out buildings everywhere, but the rich people, as they drive through these areas... They put up, like, a projection of, like, a nice, like, forest. So they don't even have to to see it. it. Like, in their office buildings, like, looking out the windows, it looks like a nice field and stuff like that. And, like, beautiful. Oh, that's cold, man. But, like, it's, like, you know, the camera pans outside and it's just, like... Wow. Bad. Yeah. And I guess if they hit somebody, they wouldn't even realize that they, like... Like, they're not even... They're, like, it's, like, force-fielded out. They're not... They're not gonna hit anybody. They're not gonna... No, okay. These people are not okay, so they're through. not really interacting with the environment that nope. they're in somehow. They're like just they're, they're passing through it. They're just it's like putting your blinders up. Well, I get that, but I mean, if you if you put your blinders up, you still have to like deal with 
the things that exist in the real world. You, you know only I mean? have like, to deal with the stuff that they tell you to. That's the thing that's evil about the corporation. They want you to see what they want you to see. Right, but like somebody has to clear out the debris and the people. Oh yeah, that already happened back like, before so that, this. Yeah. No, but I mean, like people exist, right, yeah. in the uh-huh. environment that they're in. So yeah. somebody has to like stop the person from walking across the street. There's while like a big driving lethal force field. Like, You're not passing through that. Just it's around like big the walls. Or around no, the around the highway. City. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, but you know, we, the main character who. The, the characters really look like Ben Affleck and Matt Damon. They really do. Other than that, they are the guys who are you know producing it. It's a Project Greenlight show. Um, is uh, you know the, the main character? He goes he goes back and forth between the slums and between the corporation. He's trying to work his way up there, and you know not everything is really revealed. You know that he wants to kind of free the people. But once again, when I'm when I'm talking about this, there's only been one episode aired. Yeah. So the second episode could be like a bunch of like clowns just no having sex Jacking in a it. tiny car, and, and I could like go back to this podcast and delete this whole part. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, just kidding. The show is yeah. really about hobo clowns. Yeah. No, not hobo clowns. <laughs> Affleck, though, um, you know, say what you want about the movies that he's picked to be in over the years, but you know when we saw the movies that he's written and been a part of with Argo and the town and there's yeah, another one I that I was going to mention. Yeah, I prefer him as a director, but... He could pro- I think he could write and produce, too. Yeah. So that's why the the Affleck Batman movie I'm, I'm kind of interested in, but he's got a lot to live up to because we had three awesome Batman movies and then we had Batman in a terrible Superman movie. Man. All right, let's move on. Uh, Last Man on Earth is amazing, and if you're not watching it, get to a TV near you. Mm-hmm. Legend of Tomorrow, uh, I don't like their subtractions of a lot of the cast members. I understand that this is going to happen with this show because they're going to be adding and removing people all the time, but I thought it was interesting that they don't have like who I thought was the main character on anymore. Mm-hmm. And I'm still upset that Captain Cold is not coming back because it really looks like he's not coming back at all. And he was my favorite part about that show. So, um, yeah, he's not coming back. But... The four-episode crossover between Supergirl and The Flash to Arrow to Legends was awesome. I saved it, and I watched it all last night, straight through, all four episodes. It was, uh, it was a lot. It was basically a two-and-a-half-hour movie when I was done with it, and it was great, yeah. and I, I loved all of it. I wish Supergirl was a little more tied into it, except for the last, like, you know, ten minutes of her episode. But, uh, you know, something you can... It made sense, because if she's on a different alternate reality... Yeah different reality than the other three shows that the same thing would be happening on her show that was happening at Arrow and Flash when True. those cities are yeah. relatively close to each other and legends who have a time ship and they can fly anywhere they want time ship mm-hmm alright uh, I'm only talking about this next one because we did talk about it on our other one and that is I got 15 minutes into the lethal weapon pilot and shut it off whoops not good uh, apparently the ratings are pretty good though. The commercial was funny. Yeah, yeah the trailer was hysterical. We, we we got swindled. Yeah. Even Joe and Beth, when I said that to him before we went to go see our mom and mom, they're like, "You got swindled." Oh. All right. Uh, I don't watch Lucifer. I don't know anyone who watches Lucifer, but I thought it was interesting how one of our was someone at the Conrad this weekend compared mm-hmm. one of our characters, Les Gum. Compared him to Lucifer. Yeah, because he's supernaturally attractive to women as well and gets into trouble. Yeah, but Les isn't the devil. I don't think Lucifer, though, gets into trouble. Jeff I think he goes and like, out to solves the, the crimes. The person that was talking to us about Lucifer, we were like, no, we're not trying to, you know, play hide the salami. Like, Les is definitely not the devil. He's just a troublemaker. Like, you know, we're not going to come out at the end of Prison Dad and say, by the way, the whole time he was Satan, twirl my mustache. Nope. He's just a guy. Just a dude. He's a guy who he likes his beer. He likes his ladies. He likes his cigarettes. And he likes stealing crap. <laughs> he doesn't like getting caught, but it happens to him a lot. Because he's not good at stealing crap. <laughs> he does not like sleeping with aliens. We'll just let you know no. that because they're slimy. Mm, yeah. So we don't watch Lucifer, 
But we do watch Luke Cage. Oh, that's good. Luke Cage. And I per- when I listened Sweet back to our Christmas. our like our like breakdown of like Luke Cage, I was like, yeah, let's blow through this. Let's not like sit on like we did with Jessica Jones. Whoops. Yeah, we're we got three left. <laughs> I know. We really talked it up. No, but it is great though. It it's is not, really good. It's not that we haven't watched. I've never it been bored by law. it. We're no, just it's good. It's good. Uh, We've know, been busy. You've been, me, you traveled, and yeah. there's movies that come out that we want to see, and it's not going anywhere. I'm not going to get rid of Netflix. Yeah. Let's face it. We I mean, so, don't let you. to me, like, I was more sort of drawn into Jessica Jones than I am to the storyline of Luke Cage, but Luke Cage is, is still really awesome. Um, definitely got that inner city drama of trying to take back Harlem, and, you know, you have, like, the, the guys that are in drug dealing and gun running and you know you have this sort of twisted politician character and you have the guy that's like got a heart of gold that's trying to like revive the neighborhood from the inside by helping kids out and of course like you know what happens to him and sort of Luke not wanting to be a hero but being pushed there anyway you know and and being a pawn in a lot of ways in in a game that he doesn't quite understand sweet christmas yeah and he just says christmas and man do they torture this poor dude like damn if he's like some kind of like jesus figure to the nth degree what they do to this poor guy so what i do like no i mean i like the stories i like the taking back the streets i like the throw you know really a throw into a lot of like 70s black exploitation films like really there's a lot of that yeah there's 60s and 70s uh that those are those are great. Mo- it's got you that some feel. Mob drama going. You got some mob you drama. African American mob life going on. Um, so there's a lot of like cool stuff about that about Luke Cage. I oh, love got the police. That there's so many more tie-ins in Luke Cage to the rest of the MCU than than Jessica Jones and Daredevil. There's a lot sure. of stuff. There's a lot of like name dropping superheroes. You didn't really hear that in the in the other three um, two seasons of Daredevil and one season of Jessica Jones. You didn't hear that as much. There's a lot more. I mean, granted, first season of Daredevil, you know, Kingpin was trying to rebuild those buildings that the aliens blew up in the Avengers movie. But I feel like they've talked a lot more about the incident in Luke Cage, uh, mm-hmm. how people where people were, what they were dealing with, you know, after the fact. Um, right, and you have you have the sort of start of people being afraid of superheroes, the superheroes, and the yeah. Avengers, mm-hmm. and maybe needing to protect themselves against. Yeah, yeah. Know, talk like about that, that so too. Sort of setting up. You know what's already going on in Civil War. Well, they were talking about that. The, the two cops were talking about that. They were like, you know, I think they should be monitored. And she's like, no, I don't think they, I think the they co- should be there. The cops and also the politician leader. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. She was talking about it, too. Yeah. Cotton so cousin. Th- they were really talking about, yeah, Civil War. Everything was going on with Civil War. So, yeah. so And this aired, what, like five months after Civil War came out. So, mm-hmm. yeah. right? Because didn't this start in October? Or did it start in September? Start in September. Four months. Whatever. Yeah. So, still... Um, Still, yeah, but talking about, like, how are you going to move forward in this world when Mm -hmm. there's people who are the Avengers and not everybody is. Right. Right. Yeah. So, um, but no, I mean, but it's good. It's it's a a damn good show. I can't wait for the Defender series. This would be awesome to see Daredevil and Luke and Jessica Jones all teaming up with the Iron Fist. And uh, doing some good for the city. You know, we know Sigourney Weaver's the baddie. Mm-hmm. I saw a couple other things out there, like, oh, this person's got added to the Defenders, but I'm like, I'm not going to click it. I just want to find out for myself. So, yeah, pretty pretty amped for that. It's going to be cool. You know, Netflix is going to have their own Avengers, pretty much. So, yeah, that'd be fun. I would love to see those characters in, you know, an Avengers movie. Yeah, but I feel like they're so much darker, which I like. I mean, don't get me wrong. I really like that they're darker. They're not as, like, poppy and zingy as, like, Iron Man and Cap. And You're never going to see Cap and, and um, Black Widow getting it on the way Jessica Jones and Luke Cage no, did. my goodness. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> Kristen, your face is all red. I know. Yeah. Or yeah, like some of the cursing and some of the some of the violence. You know, it's it's a different take on... You know, and Jessica Jones is, like, downright scary sometimes, you know. Luke Cage is very tense. Daredevil um, is, has just, the the sound of, you know, because cause he's blind, they really do a lot with the sound, and the sound of the fists hitting each other. It, it, seriously, I cringe. Like, I, I found myself digging my nails into my palm, like, 
Like, no way is my kid going to watch this with me. And no way will he watch the Ben Affleck Daredevil movie. No, no one should watch that. Oy vey. I was talking about that the that other day. That should be thrown in a landfill with Spider-Man 3. Ah! Finger guns. I was actually yeah. trying to see if I could find um, a two-pack of Spider-Man 1 and 2. Nope, they all came with three. Ew. I found one two-pack, but it was like $50. And then it was like the three-pack it sold... <laughs> Was like nine ninety nine. No, it was like eight bucks. Just brings it down all the way down. I'll scratch the that's disc like, up. Logan, like you're not watching three. When you like try to buy The Godfather, and yes, like, one, two, and three, and you're like, I don't want three. Like, why did you even make that movie? It is so god awful. I put it on Casey's like <laughs> list. Yeah, Casey, you hear me? I put it on. You guys sent me that picture, right? I yeah, have that like, so. like gift ideas for Casey McHugh. They're like these. my top five worst movies. <laughs> right now, he's like so fast on the internet right now, looking that up. Looking that up. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, like he got you for your birthday. Yes, for my birthday. <laughs> my best friend. <laughs> Mailed me a copy of a movie that we've made fun of a lot on almost every podcast that we've done in the 50-some shows that we've had. He mailed me a copy of The Happening, which included a digital copy. <laughs> Just so you never lose it. In case you want to see what those trees are up to. The trees. It's in the trees. I hope, like... Oak. Starry. Oak. <laughs> Maple. I hope his parents find the gift ideas for Casey list and purchase him all these movies. So he has Spider-Man 3, Ocean's 12, Alexander. My sister sent me a thing on Pinterest today of like a picture of a, a store and in the front it said, we buy used DVDs except for Spider-Man 3. <laughs> that was awful. I <laughs> <laughs> got like the sign out front. <laughs> hey, at least he re- at least Sam Raimi rebounded with the... Oh, sorry, she sent it on Instagram, not Pinterest. My apologies. Yes, is that Instagram because yeah. you sent it to me? Yes. And it was funny. <laughs> it's pretty awesome. All right, we got to keep going here. Oh, where, where do we leave off? Uh, Luke Cage, you were talking about, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, MacGyver, we already said we weren't going to even bother with this because it didn't Richard Dean Anderson. Yeah. And uh, apparently the ratings are pretty good. I don't know anyone who watches it. I'd rather watch MacGyver. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no Tomorrow, we thought looked dumb, and uh, they cut the season short, probably getting canceled. Meh. Yeah, meh. Uh, Once upon a time, Ange is in here, so we can't ask her what happened on that show. She stopped watching it. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Meh. I don't... Is it even on? Meh. I don't even see, like... I think it is. It. I think it is. I think I watched, had I watched a, like, one episode. We, we talked about it. We said the same like, thing. Really. Okay. No, I tried a couple episodes. I did try, and, and at the end of, like, three episodes, I'm like, I don't like this. I know. It just is, like... I don't know. It's a little bit too corny for me. Although, like, Begbie was kind of cool. Fences like, Begbie. Yeah, that... What does a hark... No, I'm not saying... Nah. Beep. Beep. Um, as, the, like, the Rumpelstiltskin guy, but... <laughs> What about Scream Queens, though? You watched Scream Queens. Queens. You're, you're caught up, right? Awesome. Yes, I just watched the latest episode last night. Um, I just love that show. It's so campy and corny and bloody and gross. Ryan Murphy and again. Goofy, yeah, and and I think Brad Voltrek too. What worked on it, but um, it's uh, it's just a lot of fun. This season they had John Stamos, which is just a brilliant casting decision. He is so like smarmy and douchey and like oh I love it because I loved him as Uncle Jesse on Full House it was like one of my guilty pleasures and I actually follow what would Uncle Jesse do on um Instagram and it cracks me up regularly but he's so great he's so evil he's like a doctor who has like um a hand he's a surgeon right and uh he lost his hand in an accident so he had had it replaced with like the hand that belonged to like a murderer so it's kind of like that body parts movie with Jeff Fahey but it's funny uh, and then and then you have um, Taylor Lautner, who was in Twilight, who's so fun on this show. Like, he's so funny and silly and goofy. One of my favorite episodes, there's a woman that comes on. So the whole idea is, um, so um, Dean Munch, um, Dean Kathy Munch, um, who's played by um, Jamie Lee Curtis, she starts her own hospital. And it's the care center. Right, so they're supposed to be solving like very rare and strange diseases um, with this team of doctors, which is mostly made up of the Chanel's, who have no medical training, <laughs> except for Zayday, who was in med school, um, and 
so they're useless as doctors, so they keep, you know, being forced to clean bedpans and things like that. But they're still trying to, like, solve, you know, these these strange maladies that people have. Um, and one of the, my favorite episodes, there's a woman that comes in, and she was in some sort of accent where she hit her head, but it made her... Um, do really bad accents and inconsistent accents. So she like, you know, every time she says something, the next thing out of her mouth is like in a totally different cheesy accent and then it's contagious. So Chanel, I think it's Chanel number three and Taylor Lautner's character and John Stamos' character all have it. And they, they're like having this sort of conversation where every time they say something, it's in another cheesy accent. Um, and it was really funny. Um, but anyway, so you've got, this time it's the green meanie, that's the bad guy, and there's, you know, there's, there's, it's, you still are trying to figure out who exactly all the green meanies are at this point, because there's not just one, which is the same thing that they did last season, you know, there wasn't just one red double, um, and the green meanie, they think, is, you know, is, is like this, this creature that stalks the hospital, and it keeps, they keep, it keeps killing off all the patients that they cure, um, so you're trying to figure out, like, why and, and who the person is. Um, but it's it's really campy and silly and fun. Um, and Leah Michelle is back, and she's brilliant in sort of, like, a Hannibal Lecter role where she knows who the killer is, but she won't spill the beans. So she's sort of holding it over everybody else's head. Um, but if you like if you like the Heathers and, and, you know, campy horror movies, then you will enjoy Scream Queens. It's just, it's just fun. It's just funny. Cool. Uh, I forgot to mention uh, People of Earth before Scream, Scream Queens. Uh, People of Earth has a uh, wide snap. Used to be on the on the Daily Show. Snap. Uh, has um. Oh, what's the name of the guy who voices Archer? That guy. He's like the villain. Every that villain guy. on uh, on um, Awkward Scene Hunger Force. Um, it's got uh, Oh my god, this is how bad I am with people's names. Whatever. I'm just gonna just bite it. Uh, Oscar from The Office, and it's got some SNL alumni, because I'm on the spot now. Now I can't think of her name. <laughs> um, People of Earth is a brilliant show on TBS about a, a town that has more alien abductions anywhere else in the country. White Snap goes there to get a story about it, and he goes to alien abduction. So half the stories are about, half the episodes are dedicated to the aliens who are running a weird corporation, and half of them are about the crazy people that they abducted and how it affected their lives. And it's funny. And it's silly. And um, it's it's really, it's it's fun. It's a lot of fun. People Earth is a lot of fun. Cool. Just saying. And while we're on the TBS subject, I wasn't going to talk about it. But Search Party was, um, they aired two episodes a night for five days and, and aired the whole thing in a week. It was ten episodes. Uh, it was, it was <laughs> Yeah, it was maybe. It was outstanding. It it was so much better than I thought it was going to be. I just was, you know, just like, oh, whatever. I'll, I'll just check this out because it's a ten episode commitment, and it's like once it's done, and it was, it was riveting, and it was messed up at times, and it was funny as hell at times. And Search Party was great. Fun. Um, back to the list here. Son of Zorn. I love Son of Zorn. I heard it is not doing good in the ratings. Um, the, you know. It's so funny the 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 He Man as character and the stuff he has with them, like the one episode, you know, the different episodes, and Cheryl Hine, you know, like how she still kind of like wants him because there's still an animal inside of her that wants the barbarian. Oh my! But she's with Tim Meadows, who's like the straight, straight laced, you know, kind of boring. Your average like boring suburbanite guy, uh, and the child, you know, you learn in the pilot that he has animated legs and that later on you know his legs are really strong and so like that's what you know he he's is you know son of zorn the whole thing is about him it is amazing and i think if son of zorn wasn't on fox i think it would be doing a lot better like i think it'd be doing better in like some kind of like um like ifc maybe yeah i think ifc would be a perfect place for it um but the interactions between the animated stuff and and the and the real stuff is so funny because, you know, when you know enough, like like I do, about, like, camera tricks, it's so funny how they, like, change the, the angle, you know, from time to time when, like, someone should be talking to Zorn or handing him something or something like that. Uh, but I, I love Son of Zorn. I don't think it's going to last, though. I think it's utterly brilliant, though. Um, 
It doesn't need to be Jason Sudeikis, though. That's the thing. It doesn't need... It didn't need to be him. Well, because it's a cartoon guy, so you can't yeah. even see him anyway. You it can't could, see his facial features. It could have been anybody. You know. It's not, it's not even like they did it in a way like Andy Circus, where you could still see their facial yeah, features. Yeah, no, he is a straight up reacting. 2D. Yeah. I expected more people from his world to show up and kind of, like, fight him and stuff. That hasn't happened at all. He's kind of just working this office job and with his kid. Yeah. Yeah, it's funny. You should try it. reports on my desk. Pretty much. That's pretty much his. His boss is um, the girl who plays Artemis on uh, Always Sunny in Philadelphia. Mm. Um, Stand Against Evil. Totally ripped off Ash vs. Evil Dead. Yeah. But I think if you're a Scrubs fan and you're an Ash vs. Evil Dead fan, I think you love this show. Because he he really played it like Dr. Cox, which was awesome. Just this sheriff who just doesn't give a flying fraggle anymore. Yeah. Um, and is like, okay, fine, I'll help you out. And that, you know, one of the last episodes, was it the last episode? The, there the was the last like, episode they were d- did like a Jaws That was the thing. second episode. Yeah. Um, that you really should watch. You would love that. Kristen did mention Jaws, so you may take that drink now. Oh, ah. I, can't, I can't go a day without it. Um, no, there's a time loop episode, which was great. I like me some time loops. Mm-hmm. Um, it's good yeah, stuff. You know, the first episode was kind of interesting, because it's kind of like wit- witches and... But, yeah, the uh, premise is that every witch that was, that was like, buried in this New England town that was burned is coming back, and there's a lot of them. Right, which is kind of fun, like the Sanderson sisters, which I love. Right. But, you know, from Hocus Pocus. But, um, I don't know. I feel like if I'm going to watch a show like this, I'd rather watch Ash because it's so much more bloody and silly. This is a little bit more sedate, I guess. Oh, it was silly. But he's the only, the thing is that he's the only one that's silly. That's silly, yeah, nobody else yeah, is. Yeah, right. It's definitely not as bloody. No, not at all, because it's on IFC. Yeah. Uh, Star Wars Rebels has been uh, mediocre. After the amazing finale they had last year has been really mediocre this season, I thought. Uh, there's nothing really that's, that's wowed me. I expected, like, the first episode was really good. And uh, ever since that, uh, I haven't really been that wowed. Supergirl. Uh, what's the name of Allie McBeal? What's her name? Calista... Calista Flockhart. She's gone! That's what I said! I said that in our, fo- in our podcast coming up. I'm like, they really gotta get rid of Calista Flockhart. And they did! My name Allie McBeal. Oh, man. That was a good feeling. Uh, it's been a lot less about her job, which is good. And it's been more about fighting aliens, which is good. And, uh, you know, we just crossed over. And, you know, we saw her. Nobody came to her world, but she was on... Flash, Arrow, and Legends, and mm-hmm. and that was awesome. Sometimes. She got evil, and when she got evil, like she got like a whole bunch, like half the heroes got taken over, like mind control thing. Mm-hmm. When she got evil, she got really hot. Like seriously, she was like totally bangable when she was evil. Oh, Jeff. What you can talk about Uncle Jesse, but I just make one comment. About- I wasn't talking about <laughs> wanting to hook up with Uncle Jesse. He's just funny. I didn't talk about banging Supergirl. Okay. I said she was bangable. Okay. Fine. Cat endings. Anyway, <laughs> running out of time here. You should talk about um, this show. What's this show called? Supernatural. Oh, God. Yeah, why don't you let us so, know about this So, Supernatural one. is okay this season. You know, after, like, the end of last season with God singing, you know, songs from... Um, Lewin Davis? Lewin Davis. I, I don't know. But, you know, their mom is back, so there's a bunch of weird drama about her. She's trying to figure out how to fit in, because she's, she's the same age she was when she died, when she's brought back. So they're all, like, the but same they're age. they're grown up, so it's weird, because they're trying to relate to their mom, but she's kind of, like, just a little bit older than they are, but really, like, their mom. She's a hunter. Well, yeah, so they tried to hunt with their mom, and so that had its own, like, sort of you know, issues, because they were trying to be protective of her, but she's also kind of tough and smart, um, you know, and you have this sort of English, uh, you know, group trying to, trying to stop them from doing their thing, and that's been sort of the whole gist of this season so far, is about, um, you know, the, the English chapter of the Men of Letters trying to stop, oh, cool, trying to stop them. Um, I like that storyline though. When I that, like it better than last season. It was like, all right, guys, like stop jumping the shark. Like, what you know, you got God, you got the devil. Like, it's always so intense. I really miss like the days of. And every once in a while, they'll throw you a bone. They'll throw you an episode where it's just Sam and Dean on the road, you know, going after a monster. 
here. That was the good old days. Which is, that's those, they're the ones that I really like. The sort of overarching, like, good versus evil. It's important, you know, it's got to be a part of the story, but I think they went a little bit too far last season, so I wasn't a huge fan of where they went there. But, you know, I'm still sticking with it. There's, there's fun moments here and there, and, um, you know, I gotta know what happens with Sam and Dean. I'm so. not gonna start watching again. But I will no, say, no. there was a point where I should have stopped watching, and I kept watching for a couple of years. Um, and the Minute Letters, I thought was really awesome. Was yeah, it cool. is. I like I like that yeah. whole kind of idea where you there was know, a, there, there was the Secret Society of Hunters. Yeah, but they were like much more organized. Yes, and they had a lot of information. It kind of reminds me of like on Buffy, like how she had like. You know, Niles. And yeah, would like the library. Yeah, the librarian and the library, and, and they had a lot of information that they'd have to it like, did research too. and, and figure that was kind of like, cool. Who are right. these monsters? How much do we know about them? How do we know how to stop them? And there was like a, a like a group of people that did it. It wasn't just like disparate hunters here and there that kind of randomly caught up with each other. So I don't know. I'm still watching it. Every once in a while, you'll get an episode that's like a gem where the, it's just the two guys going after. Monster, and that's good. Monster. Yeah. All right, moving on. Oh, I guess these went alphabet when I sorted the sheet. The Flash is down here. I didn't think about that. Uh, Flash has been great. We're just going to speed through these last couple because we're running out of time here. So the, the Flash has been great um, when he's fighting a baddie. Uh, we got cool baddie this season. Uh, a couple of cool baddies. You know, the guy who's the voice of Saul. He's always creepy. Um, but... It is Flashpoint, so Barry did change the past and screwed a lot of stuff up, and Cisco's brother's dead, and uh, Wally is now remembering that he was Flash in the other world, and uh, is now getting powers from it, so the timeline script's been interesting, there's just so much drama between the team, and I just wanted to be like, you know, saying like, you know, why can't we be friends to them? Right. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So... <sighs> I'm not going to stop watching. Love it. Oh, yeah, The Strain. The Strain was What did you do, Zach? Except for the asshole kid. Whoops. Bleep. 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 No, you can say asshole. Kid that ruined everything. Just another Carl, but like a hundred million times worse. Yeah, Zach. Zach you re- sucks. You really messed it up. The Strain had an awesome <laughs> season, but that... That end but just... That end just made me want to punch somebody in the face, but probably just Zach, because he deserved it the most. That was rough. Yeah. That was really brutal. rough. So there's one After more season of The Strain. It's so hard like, to come together and work together and stop the big bad. And so, at the, like, yeah, at the end of The Strain, it'll be like a full month since the outbreak happened. So yeah. it'll be interesting. Love it's The Strain. It's a good show, though. I mean, the acting's good. The storyline is really good and good storytelling. Very tense and scary. Yeah. And, you know, there are still some surprises. And, yeah. You know, still some things that happen that you're like, what the heck? But, um, so I have to see what happens. I'm not, by any means, giving up on it. No way. That kid is a jerk. i punch him in the face. <laughs> Timeless. Uh, Timeless is fun. It's kind of cool. It's shot really like well. It. It, the effects, everything is great about it. Um, because it's still a new show, I don't want to say too much about it, but they are, as they go back to try to stop the baddies that are going back in time, they're creating alternate history. Yeah. I want to see more of an impact on the main timeline. All we're seeing yeah, is slight things with their families. I want them to like come back from the past and there's like a flying car. Yeah. You know, I want them to come back from the past and there's like people, I don't know, ride those like bicycles still with the giant front wheel and like the smaller like back wheel. You know what I'm talking about? Right. Yeah. 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 Like I mean, yeah, like I feel like they 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 should have left some parts behind that people could use to create things, right? Because even, like, the one episode I was watching where they went back to, like, the 1700s and... That's the last one I saw, too. Yeah, like, the other the other group... Um, Messed like, up there. ...tried to blow up their ship. So, so you'd think, like, some part maybe got left behind. But I don't Some know. circuit board, right. But I, I like the banter between, like, the three, you know, characters that are trying to stop the big bad, who's, like, Gordon Vishnik from ER and yeah. Extent. Um, you know, and I like that, that his character, in some ways, is trying to do things that aren't always evil. Like, he's trying to protect people that he loves. But in doing that, he's, like, screwing up the world for everybody else. So, I like, I kind of like that when you have a complex, like, enemy, 
right? Yeah. Like, it's not like, we do just doing case. evil things just because it's evil and it's fun. It's like he thinks he's doing something good and it's too selfish, right? But um, I'm, I'm gonna, gonna, it's I'm kind a, of a cool show. I'm sticking with it. I'm yeah, I want to see where they're going. I will, yeah, yeah, I just, I want them to keep, and I, you know there's like a whiteboard somewhere. Or they keep writing, like, the things that, you know, that changed. But, you know, it's pretty much in, like, their sister was ever born, and her dad is the one baddie, and... Yeah, right. And the mom was really sick in the pilot. I keep forgetting that the mom was really sick in the pilot, and she's fine. Yeah. I, like, yeah, so... And I guess, you know, the one guy's wife is missing, but... Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. I just feel like there should be more, there should be more than that in the present. There should be, like, they should come back and maybe people greet each other by a firm... Plan on the ass, you know? Whoa! Anyway, talk about the Vampire Diaries. Um, yeah, so I haven't gotten that far into the Vampire Diaries. I haven't watched as much TV as sometimes I do, but, um, but it's good. So far, it's solid. Um, so Damon has been... Last season, right? Yes, last season of the show. Um, there's been some Elena sightings, um, which is kind of cool. So, um, hopefully she'll sort of feature in the last couple episodes and we'll really see her have some interactions with Damon again. But Damon and Enzo have sort of been, um, hijacked by a really evil ancient one who is forcing them to do her bidding. And so they're sort of missing from everybody else who's, who's trying to find them. And then once they're found, you know, turn them back to their normal selves instead of sort of being like, essentially like, um... You know, I kind of see them as being like Renfields to Dracula at this point, but, oh. but they're a little bit more sort of brainwashed. You okay. know, that they're not able to to do things for themselves, and they they both kind of lost a lot of their hope, which is super super sad because at the end of last season, like Enzo and Bonnie were almost going to have a relationship, and you thought there might be some happiness for them there. Um, Damon obviously is still sort of lost without Elena, so he's very easy to and susceptible to being scooped up by a big bad. But, you know, it's a pretty cool season. The only thing that's kind of weird is, like, yeah, like, Caroline's kids are a little advanced in age, but... How many are you behind? Uh, I don't know if... I watched, like... I think I watched the first two episodes and part of the third. Yeah. Oh, geez. Yeah, there's probably been like like nine a bunch that of have stuff aired. Going yeah. On. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So I still yeah. Have them all saved, but yeah. All right. See the way That's you were cool. explaining it, I was like, oh, whoa! I thought you watched only a couple, but yeah. Because you. Said, I did only watch a couple, yeah. but I mean, wow. it sets it up for the season. Like, what That's pretty cool. stuff's going on? Yeah. It's a good show. I'm telling you, like, the writing on that show is so good. It kills True Blood every single week with just how they, they reference things. The and people that watch Vampire Diaries talk so highly of it. And the people that don't watch it are like me, where I'm like, well, that sounds cool, but I just, I can't, I just can't get into another vampire show. Yeah, but it's, it's I know, I know it's show. not. And plus, it was on before True Blood anyway. Um, it yeah. It started when Lost was so on. Right. Yeah. 2006, I think it started. The, and the book series is not good, but, like, the show is... Like, there's, it's cheesy. I read it when I was a kid, but, like, the show is really good writing. It's That's just, cool. like, everybody ties into things. The CW has done a really good a job. Lot of they can intense. get rid of that supernatural show. Character <laughs> conflict. Um, but anyway. Anyway, uh, we didn't watch Van Helsing. I might. I might, when it hits Netflix or yeah. Amazon, whatever it does, I might. It kind of looked... Some, some, like, I catch, like, part of it, because it, whatever I watch comes on after it, like, Aftermath, or Z Nation, maybe, and it, it, I was like, oh, that's kind of, ah, I watched too many things as it is, so I didn't bother with Van Helsing. Uh, the Walking Dead, though, wow. Saw the first episode. Yeah, you watched, part of the second. got you, got you yeah. hooked back for a little bit there yeah. for a little bit. Uh, mm-hmm. The saddest thing this season had was, you know, we had two major deaths. Yeah. One more major than the other. Yeah. The how they did it was Pretty terrifying. Brutal. That Negan What guy, they're doing whoo, to He is crazy. Daryl is so messed up too. They're trying to like condition him and program him. No, but, yeah, like but when they just took, does things to be a douche too. It's like, come on, Negan, you you went through all this effort just to be a douche. He took all the mattresses out of Alexandria and burned them. Yeah, not even to like use them. Just burned them, just to be a douche. Burned everybody's mattresses. So much energy. Actually, these people have gone through, like, so much horrible stuff. You know. It's like, come on, just throw them a bone. Let them have a bed to sleep in. 
Jesus. I feel like there was a number of times, though, when they showed up at Alexandria that they could have just ended it all. They could have just taken all of them out. They were barely... You know, yeah. anybody came with them. Like, right. they could have outgunned them. They could have outmanned them. I feel like it just could have been done. It's just, you know, it's such a desolate, like... And there's still so little hope because everybody has the virus. Like, that's the whole yeah. setup on the show. Like, yeah, you it can't is. get away from it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Anyway. And they said Jeffrey Dean Morgan signed up for next season. So we're not going to be done with Negan this season. Well, it is a really good actor. Although we might be done with Carl. Because he apparently wants to go to college. Yeah. So he's been asking maybe that they write him off the show. So I don't know if they're going to continue with that arc. I mean, good for that kid, you know, getting his education. And plus, you know, he's so maligned. It'd be hard. You know, he's kind of like Malfoy or like Joffrey. Like, at a certain point, it's probably got to be hard where you're like, all right, I'm tired of people hating on me. Like, I think I'm going to go do something else. Maybe try to do a comeback in a few years. Yeah. I never liked Carl. I don't even like him in the books. I don't know. Now I hate Zach way more, but... I hate Zach way more. <laughs> All right, two more. Um, we are ashamed to admit this next one, but the entire season of Westworld is on Kristen's DVR. I watched part of the first episode today while I was doing stuff around my house. Everybody that's watched it said they loved it. Yeah, well, everybody loved my dad it. dad is obsessed with it more than my mom. We I just, think my mom thinks it's kind of sad. We put a new book out, and we just haven't had time. Yeah, and so, I think it seems like... Everybody loves it. Just from watching a little bit of it, Anthony Hopkins just seems so interesting. Like, I really want to see... I'm not sad you watched it without me. Pre- I told you I was just put it on and then I was like cleaning my house, so I didn't really sit down and watch it. I don't okay. know everything that happened. We're gonna watch some of that tomorrow. Yeah, I do. I do because we have like really... a, we have like a Sunday where like we don't have to edit, we don't have to practice the presentation, we don't have to do anything. No, we have like a break. Oh, it's gonna be nice. But, it's gonna um, be nice. But I, the yeah, last show very... I want to talk about today is uh, Z Nation. Mm-hmm. Uh, Z Nation is nothing but fun. I got some slack the other day from uh, someone being like, "Oh, you actually watch that?" Listen. It is the best B-movie out there. You know, B-movie TV show. It's the same people who made Sharknado. It is fun. It is ridiculous. Now, I will say, this season hasn't been as fun. Um, because Murphy is now, like, he's gone from, like, being the annoying team member to being the big bad, kind of. Mm-hmm. Uh, but there's still some fun situations that happen. And I'm not going to stop watching it. Because it is just, it is just mindless humor and there's so many different types of zombies and so many different things going zombies! on and are there mer zombies like mermen there could be possibly mm, that's fun you know what if they heard this do it do it sci-fi make mer zombies i can see it happen you got anything else do i no i've been watching a lot of uh rando movies <laughs> so wait one hour all right. Well, that was a long time. So yeah. Um, but we tell did, us we what did you're two, watching. Two shows out of this last time. So yeah, we did. That's, that's not, true. We really didn't go over as that badly. So so tell us what you're watching. We'll find our Facebook page. You know, uh, at Prison Dad, I guess. Uh, uh, at Less Gum is our Twitter ha- or hashtag Less Gum is our Twitter handle. Yeah, and by the time we talk to you next, we will have watched more of Westworld. <laughs> yeah. There's just so many hours in a week. Um, yeah, so, um, keep it classy. And, um, check yeah. out our books, check out our podcast, check out everything on prisondad.com. Uh, we just up there's a bunch of new pictures in the events section, our new presentations there. We'll be at New Year's Eve Con in Allentown. Use the force, Luke. And, uh, yeah, at that speed, will you be able to pull out in time? Mm-hmm.